and welcome to the Midnight Hour, the companion show of Nightlight Horror Movie Podcast. All right, I want to talk about more of these paranormal activities, y'all. I want to talk about paranormal activity four. I want to talk about paranormal activity three. I want to talk the, about paranormal activity two. The best one, you know, doesn't paranormal activity three best paranormal activity movie? Doesn't mean it's the one I like the most. One has a special place in my heart, but I think objectively three is the best. Three is the best. We could end the show now. I was totally wrong. We could just end the show now. (laughs) Uh, There is seven Paranormal Activity movies. Wow. Yeah. So there's Paranormal Activity, Paranormal Activity 2, Paranormal Activity 3, Paranormal Activity 4, Paranormal Activity The Marked Ones, Paranormal Activity The Ghost Dimension, and then Paranormal Activity The Next of Ken. The Ghost Dimension. I really want to see that just by the title alone. That sounds like they just really flopped. You're like, fuck it. It's, it's not like, the real world anymore. We're going to their world. It just, I mean, the the this that Katie, title alone in it. just sounds like who the Katie. adolescent years or the awkward years. Oh, it's so interesting because yeah, since Paranormal Activity <laughs> three. Oh, boy. oh, I'm in. I'm in. You mean the Ghost Dimension? <laughs> yes, the Ghost Dimension was in 3D. It wasn't um, in GD. But like what I said with uh, Christopher Landon being the writer of Paranormal Activity three. He jumped to four as well and wrote that too. And that's how he met Catherine Newton. Yeah. Which that's how they like made uh, Freaky. Freaky. Which is great. It's cool to see like how movies were made with the actors that they picked. It's like, cool. This is where the relationship was born. And now you made a movie that was really awesome. Yeah. I mean, this one's interesting because like now that I'm thinking about it, like I can't truly remember everything. But now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say. This was the one that was like done over like two things where it was Skype as well. Yeah, this shows an image of it. She's on her computer. Right. And it's her friend. But I think oh, stuff has happened behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I have to rewatch this. Yeah, I think this is the one that made, yeah, this popular. You had this from Unfriended Era, man. Yeah. Fucking love Unfriended. I rem- mm. I've said this multiple times, but man, remember mm. when I saw trailers for Unfriended? I was like, "Wow, movies have gone rock bottom." <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the movie years later. I'm like, "This is a great movie." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "Man, this this, this movie is horror. not rock bottom." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Katie looks like Katie was in this as well. Yeah, I thought four. she was in. Four. I think she was in all of them. Except for marked ones and beyond. Wait, she was in three. She was in three as well. She really well, she wasn't in three technically. Really working for that five hundred bucks. We had, yeah, we had younger. Oh, Katie. that Katie. Gotcha. Yeah, Sorry, and then we had Katie's Christy, room. but it was this one. Um, but yeah, this was three was definitely the best out of all of them, and it's yeah, fucking disgusting. That it has a 66% on oh Rotten Tomatoes. God. Absolutely disgusting. But technically, it's made more money than Paranormal Activity 1, which makes sense. Yeah, that angers me, though. It, it's it's stupid. Because like, here's the thing with Paranormal Activity 3. That Besides some of the shit that I mentioned, there is one thing that makes this set out the most to me. And there's this scene where it is her dad's friend. And he's babysitting during the daytime. And it's in little baby Christy is just like, oh, I want to play Bloody Mary in the mirror in the bathroom. And he was like, I, nah, I don't know if we want to do that. And then she's like, come on, my sister never plays with me. Come on. So he does it and they do it. 
he gets fucking scratched. <laughs> and he's like, cool, we're not doing this anymore. He opens up the door to the bathroom and the room shifts all to darkness <laughs> during the daytime. It is, it blew my mind when I saw this. Man, I need to watch those again. I, I'm getting chills just thinking about it, but like that whole moment, and he closed the bath and he just goes back into the bathroom <laughs> and, they, and he's just like, we don't want to go out there. And then now they're just pounding on the door and he's like trying to hold the door back. I kind of like remember that, man. Yeah. You know what I appreciate about the paranormal activity poster covers or the, the movie covers? They're consistent. Well, yeah, but they all look like they just be on the shelf at like a blockbuster or Hollywood video. Oh, that's fair. You know, like I see that walking down an aisle and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's very fair. But yeah, Paranormal Activity 2 is with the dog. But we also had uh, the introduction of Christy in there. And this one was directed by Todd Williams. This one I, I don't care that much about. I do think it's a strong contender. However, um, but this one was also, I believe, written by Christopher Landon as well, if I'm not mistaken. I've always been very yeah. harsh on the trailers for all the sequels. I remember when I saw the sequel for Paranormal Activity 2, as much as I loved the first one, I was like, what? A second one? They can't do that. Fair. They shot her down and Mika's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this was this is interesting because it's like this one was a with her son or something. But the events of this one happened in the end of summer while the events of hers were starting in fall of uh, oh, Katie's. Yeah, because it was the baby. Right. Yeah. But I, man, maybe I just, maybe it's just been so long because I remember like Katie coming trying to take the baby or something. She was. Or no. I think it was at the end. When okay. she does do that, because so that happens in the movie, yes, that does happen, and she's like standing in the driveway. Yeah, the driveway shot. That's what yeah. I always remember because they're they're going off of the theatrical of where she went to after she bit the camera. Oh, she goes yeah. to her sister's so that's, house. Yeah, that explains why I was so harsh on on the trailers because of the ending that I got, and mm-hmm. I remember also, also thinking like, oh, she's a ghost now. Oh yeah, no, she was she was real. She just was like, I'm going to go down the street. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she. so that was what made this whole thing interesting because of the fact that they had this concept of having the kid and the kid was supposed to be this next sacrifice thing for whatever for Hunter. The greater good. I don't think it was the greater good. I'm just kidding. I think it was for Toby. (laughs) But this did give us the iconic scene of the fucking kitchen everything opens at once oh yeah she's oh, in yeah. the middle and she's like ah! <laughs> you know they do that, that for amazing. almond milk commercials now almond milk commercials yeah. they jump scare us to drink it or what I don't drink know, your all, almond milk all so the this cabinet happen. shelves open and they're it's like all almond milk <laughs> <laughs> no they just oh. start singing yeah <laughs> well, I guess we get an homage to in host technically we're like all the oh, kitchen the stuff joke, opens kitchen, in the yeah. room. I mean, you get it in a lot of movies now, but yeah. I feel like this is the movie that started, started it. I think so. Yeah. I, su- I swear there's probably like a Disney Channel original horror movie that <laughs> probably Don't look under it. the bed, maybe. I don't think Don't Look Under the Bed had this, but yeah, probably. I I don't remember this. The violence escalates as the family's German shepherd, Abby, that's the name of my dog, is attacked by the demon and apparently suffers from a seizure. 
Mm. I do not remember that. I but seldom. Thank God, because that. that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like I remember like the, ah, this is a part though. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There being trailers of like maybe like the fourth, fifth movie, whichever. I don't know. There was like it was about a like Latino family at one point. Yeah, that's the marked ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the connection there? The uh, uh, he was just marked. So if you watch for so three yeah. is where they show the markings. That's where Katie was a marked one, and they kind of go from there. There's other kids that were marked when they were eight. Yeah. So he was considered one to be marked uh, as well. I think this one was supposed to, this one was directed by Christopher Landon. Hmm. Um, and I think this one was supposed to take place in LA, if I'm it. not mistaken. But let's, let's read the uh, synopsis. Ooh, I've only seen this one once. It had one of my favorite posters though. Yeah, fucking, man. Yeah, that was great. But that little symbol that kind of looks like the fucking Deathly Hollows, um, that was the one that was inside of... Paranormal Activity 3. Got it. Yeah. The cult. Yeah, the cult. Exactly. So it's in Oxnard. So yeah, so it's in it's in Southern California still. Um, but in June 2012, 18-year-old high school student grad or high school graduate Jesse Arista lives with his f- father Caesar and sister Yvette and grandmother Irma in Oxnard. So they live in an apartment and there's a mysterious woman named Anna Sanchez who everyone believes to be a witch. When Anna is found murdered, Jesse and his best friend Hector Estrella spot classmate Oscar running from the scene. The two investigate the apartment where they find black magic items, VHS tapes, and a journal of spells that can, quote-unquote, open doorways to unholy places. Whoa. You had me at VHS tape. Yeah. You had me at Ghost Dimensions. So the, <laughs> A long time ago. So here's the thing that is interesting about this one that I think I remember, if I remember correctly. I've only seen this one in theaters. Is it good? I don't remember it being that good because I've never revisited it. Got it. Hmm. Um, but I remember this is where they had doorways. Like he can open up doors. So and the he ghost would, dimension? Uh, not Maybe. necessarily ghost dimensions. Like he would like go back in time. Oh. Uh. Like there was a moment where he, he went back to where he saw like, I want to say he saw like Katie and Mika. Mika. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Like here, let me see if there's anything. Jesse gradually tr- becomes dark, suicidal, and violent, which disturbs Hector and Marisol. Yada yada yada. Mm, uh, yeah. Who had researched demons? That you see it where? Uh, the last sentence. The door. Oh, the door he went yeah. through sends Hector back in time to the household of Katie and Mika. Hector sees Katie going into the kitchen after unsuccessfully attempting to get her attention. Katie turns around to see Hector and screams for Mika. <laughs> I need to paint a picture of like what I envisioned in my head as you're reading that. You know how on TikTok people like green screen like their body on top of a video? <laughs> so I imagine the first movie's going on and this kid is just like, stop. <laughs> that's that's lovely. Um, so the thing about this one, her acting chops definitely is better, but it's the end of the movie. Yeah. So right. it's supposed to be the end of part one. Yeah, and her scream for Mika. He comes down. She has the kitchen knife, but this one you actually see her kill Mika. Oh, yeah. I'd watch it just for that. Yeah, damn. I mean, Me fair. <laughs> I just watch the end scene. It's like that's what you deserve. I mean, <laughs> that's not the reason why I'd watch oh. it. But she's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of kind of bring it back all full circle, right? Yeah. I mean, this movie had zero connection to it besides the cult. And right. this kind of bringing it back to where it started with the fan Mika service. and yeah. They're trying to keep the franchise alive and right. keep it 
Here's uh, a reboot, not so reboot. Right. Yeah, they're trying to expand the universe while not being tied down by these adult characters that are going to get older and so on and right. not pigeonhole themselves. Now, this is this is interesting because the thing about these films, they're all pretty much made yearly. So it was like a TV show. Yeah. So they were all made yearly. And then the ghost dimension is when they're just like, fuck, we need to stop. Dude, I, yeah, I, like <laughs> I said, with that title, it's like, they, that's it for sounds, sure a flop. Yeah. 14% around tomatoes. 14% around yep. tomatoes. And then they came back with Next of Kin trying to do something. Bro, ghost dimension, like, that's an 80 at, 80s ass title. Like, yeah. you had some old ass, like, suits on a board <laughs> make that movie. True. And be like, call it Ghost Dimension. I just don't want to see it for some reason. I mean, I, mean, I would watch all of them. And yeah, my watch GD it in glasses, I'm down. <laughs> my GD budget. glasses. Uh, it was 78. Still made money. Damn. Oh, it was, it was written by Gavin. Paranormal Activity on it. Gavin, friend of the show. Shout out to Gavin. Um, he did Taken to Denver Logan. Oh. Yeah, geez. he's the guy who made Taken to Denver Logan. Or he wrote Taken to Denver Logan. But um, yeah, Gavin's a. Good friend of the show. I didn't know he wrote this one. Uh, maybe I'll watch it just because, just to like help support it. I mean, once you said but, taking a Deborah Logan, I'm like, I'm down. I mean, fair. Yeah. Very fair. So this one's based in 1988. Katie and Christy watch as Dennis' me. spine is crushed by a mysterious force. Okay, so we go back to three. So it's not based in 1988. Um, this is 25 years later, um, a year after the marked ones. And this follows a different family. But it opens with... Um, the thing fucking up Dave Dennis and Grandma Lewis or Lois uh, takes the the girls upstairs while the entity takes the camera with them. Didn't you mention that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. A man speaks to the girls about Toby and how they are important to his plan. So I think we we first get the name Toby in three. three. Yep. Yeah. So we don't get Toby until three. Imaginary friend name. Right. So we have this kid hmm. in uh, name or no, we have Ryan, Emily, and their six-year-old daughter named Leela, and she celebrates Christmas when Ryan's brother Mike moves in after breaking up with his girlfriend. Along with them is Skyler, who notices that uh, Leela is talking to an imaginary friend named Toby. Wow. Okay. So this is very much Paranormal Activity Six, right? Yeah, because it's a year after marked ones, which is five. Right. Yeah. And then we have seven being next of kin, which I also haven't seen. Right. Um, You really would think that the one with time traveling would be called Ghost Dimension. True. I mean, I didn't get to the end, I guess, inside of this Wikipedia. Maybe it does do that. Maybe they introduce parallel universes. So we get this dude named Father Todd who attempts to cleanse the house and trap the demon, but it it strangles and drags him away. Um, Leaving the family to finish the cleansing, Ryan entraps the demon in a white sheet soaked in holy water and finishes the the prayer. Leela returns to normal and and the demon disappears. After thinking the ordeal is over Skyler starts to vomit blood all over Mike but the blood burns him killing them both let me guess this came out mid 2010s this was 2015 yeah <laughs> <laughs> very much like post conjuring and all that yeah that's fair very fair they were like oh we could do that yeah. Like, <laughs> um yeah this is interesting I 
Yeah, Leela interacts with Toby, um, coincide with Ryan using the old camera around the house where he notices the camera picks up spiritual beings, yada, yada. I'm not seeing anything about any doors opening and shit. I'm not seeing any dimensions here. We're going to have to watch it. Ryan researches a cult and realizes they killed a family in Nevada related to a boy named Hunter. So there you go. There's our Hunter kid again from Paranormal Activity 2, bringing it back. The fact that Skyler vomits blood on some dude and he dies is amazing. <laughs> um, oh, it's Olivia Taylor Dudley. She was in, um, God damn it, The Magicians. Mm. She's a pretty good actress. Um, she's also in a new movie. Uh, it's not on here, but it's it, it's a friend of ours as well. What what the fuck is Andrew Bowser's movie called? Do you remember? Onyx? Yeah, Onyx of Fortuitous and the Something Something of Madness or some shit like that. I think it's like the talisman of madness or something. But anyway, she's in there too. Oh, shoot. But yeah, she's a decent actress, I think. (laughs) I think. Uh, All right. Well, next of kin. Another one I did not watch, which I assume none of you watched as well. No, I haven't. Have you seen this? When this come out? This one came out last year. Wow. No, but I was talking to this with, uh, or Carrie, if you're listening. We're just talking about this movie. Uh, this we're trying to watch this movie because this is our first Amish horror film. So I'm actually going to check this out very soon. Amish horror? <laughs> it's about the Amish community. Or something oh, like I see. <laughs> okay. Um, but we're like, we've never seen something like that. All right, we should watch it. Now I'm curious. Are there any? I was going to do a double feature films? of uh, Paranormal Activity in this one. I was like, I don't have enough time, so I'm going to watch it eventually. There's a lot more than I expected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amish witches. Whoa. Oh, Warlock. Seen that. It's old. The Village. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. The Village. Yeah, that's Amish. I don't think I've seen The Village. Oh, yeah. I've seen The Village. Oh, shit. Have you seen The Village? I think I did it a long time ago in theaters. I hate this movie. The Village? Yeah. I think I remember you saying that. I did not like that movie. But I do remember that was like a part of the thing. That was like the whole shtick and the whole like conclusion i guess of the village was like oh it's an amish community oh we thought this was in the past yeah they were just amish um so that's cool yeah no diary of the dead that's amish is that an amish community Uh, i don't know anyway um all right let's see what this one is about though next of kin before we complete here don't give too much away yeah no i'm not gonna give too much away it's pretty new yeah uh so yeah amish community as it was stated <laughs> uh margo and her cameraman friend chris they're making a documentary about margo's past i said margaret but it's margo hmm. um her mother sarah abandoned her outside of a hospital that just, oh my god that sounds horrible what a terrible mom um Okay, okay, okay. Does it have anything to do with Toby? (laughs) (laughs) It, uh... What if it's Toby's origin? I think... The Book of Toby. No, it says Tobit. Oh. The Book of Tobit. Um, It's about some dude named Um, Osmos Deuce. (laughs) Amadeus. Amadeus Dollars. Um, but yeah, I guess it's this demonic figure. Interesting. It's a cool image. That's it's a image. man chimera hybrid. Yeah. It's pretty neat. 
kind of looks like something that would be out of like Dante's Inferno or something. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, yeah, this was, this was another one. This one was strictly oh. written by Christopher Landon though. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Strictly written. I don't think Orm Pele's Good done for him anything for being since so then, involved though. in the paranormal activity series. Yeah, I mean, he's been involved he's for a it. long yeah. time in there. Um, and I like so Landon's much. work, so Me like too. Christopher, Christopher's great. Um, but I'm I don't know how well Next of Kin was received, but um, yeah. Oh shit, so he's, he's producing Time Cut. Too. Time Fuck. Cut, probably. Yeah, I am yeah. so excited for that movie. I, it's a fucking slasher film that is about time travel. Hell cool. yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm very excited about that. With, uh, was it Happy Death Day 2? Or Happy Death Day to you? Which one? Dealt with oh, like, time travel. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So pretty cool shit. Very excited about that. Oh, it's got a 31% around Tomatoes. Uh, eh. Probably people tired that the the series is getting dragged on. I mean, I think six six years is a decent decent time to revisit it, but they probably made the good decision of just releasing this on Paramount Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Not having this in mm. theaters, but yeah. I mean, eh. anyway, real quick, I want to go to our question that I had. The original question of this post show. The original question being, why do you think the stopping point for Mika was bringing in an exorcist. So my thoughts on it are think about how many successful exorcisms we have seen. And I was thinking about it throughout the episode. And at first I was going to say, you haven't seen any, but there are some, right? You see one in the conjuring. You see a lot in the conjuring, actually that universe. Um, Conjuring's very much a happy movie. Yeah, at the end. weirdly, <laughs> yeah, um, it's a very happy, happy movies at the end. But I feel like we have this perception that exorcisms will kill the person that you're trying to save. A lot of the times, I've only really seen that in the exorcism of Emily Rose, or it'll cause inscrutable pain, right? Suffering, broken yeah. limbs, things Typically. like that, ripped skin. Sure. Um, just suffering. Yeah. And I think that shows that he does care about her, maybe ignorantly so, but he doesn't want her to go through that. And I think it really comes down to there are some people that if they can't see it, they won't believe it. Sure. Right. And he can't see Toby. So let me ask you this question then. Um so why do you think he was so hesitant of the psychic as well? I think he's anti-religious in a way too. I think that's that's probably the main thing. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think he, he can solve things not through like um psychic abilities or with religion. He uses like facts and knowledge and equipment and technology and that he's a problem solver, that he's gonna be the one to like save the day. Yeah. And everyone else is like, no, that's like fake stuff, like well, I he doesn't think, see it as a rational yeah, way to do things. I think you're totally right. I think that he also is fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks that they can be just as bad. And sure. he's unaware of what they could do in the process. Um, and I think he's just scared for Katie to be abused, right? Even though she is being abused by this entity. But it, yeah. it's 
basically defeating one foe to allow another in his viewpoint, in my opinion. Sure, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I still, I don't know, it's still not clicking for me as to why he would not want to try it. Like, you know, it, it's it's interesting to think, but like how we had tw- 21 nights. Yeah. 21 nights. That's a Three lot of weeks. nights. Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks of this shit for you to not want to leave, for you not wanting to um, try to have an outside party solve this. That yeah. said, if you trying to research something from outside parties, which what uh you don't want to try to have someone who may be professionally trained i don't know how you professionally train for this but someone who's professionally <laughs> trained in exorcisms or not even necessarily an exorcism just to help you know maybe i mean i totally see where you're coming from because like if he if he didn't believe then the exorcism would be no problem it'd be like yeah let's try it, but it's not gonna work it's not gonna do anything right if he was mm. not a believer and then because i think he believes yeah, yeah we see that he gets to that yeah. point i think it's the answer's right in front of us, and it was the entire movie. He has a man's pride, right? And it, right. it gets in the way. Really it. It's his problem that he wants right. to solve in his household yeah. with his, his partner. Right. Yeah, and his pride is in, in not enabling him to seek help from someone else and at right. that other men. Right. Even and, God. Where he right. throws a cross into like the fire. He's like, Yeah, and I think that goes with what what else we said, right? right? That he's that's why you get so offended when he's like, Oh yeah, you're powerless. And that's where he gets like really angry and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he has a certain viewpoint. I think is very particular for this person, and it makes him feel like a real person, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that I think that's kind of where I started kind of landing on as well. Where it it just comes down to the fact that his prowess was the fact that he wanted to be the one to stick up to prove that he can stick up for his girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to really get that proof by having everything that he was doing but making it go worse and worse and worse and worse because in all honesty it, it is his fault that it was getting worse because like he brought the, the ouija board in he wanted to put the cameras up and he wanted to do xyz he antagonized he, right you know opened the door exactly communicated right and so, i think also with that like i think the nail in the coffin um was when he looked up diane and her yes. exorcism history and only to die to right. suffer, to watch that video, and she just ended up dying. I think he, once it gets the conversation gets to that point, um, you know, especially about his partner, it's like, fuck that, right? Like you're, I rather have you alive and suffering than suffering and dead, right? Because like at, at this point in time, no one's gotten hurt. Yeah, it's just been it's just been noises and knocks and yeah. booms and bumps and and thuds and, um, well, I mean, technically she's gotten dragged down the stairs, but. <laughs> Um, I guess no one's, she, well, she did get the bite before that time, but let's say before all of this shit going on, that's going on because when she got hurt, that's when they decided like, we need to fucking leave. Yeah. That's when he finally was just like, we need to try now to leave. Cause before it was cute <laughs> for him and it was fun. But when it got to the point where someone physically got hurt, that's when he's like, I need, we need, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, now, now we're starting to get hurt by this thing. And this thing is now trying to physically hurt us. It's pride and ignorance. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Definitely agree. Man, this flick is fun to talk about though. Yeah. Always has been. It's true. Very true. 
Well, there you have it, everybody. We finally covered fucking paranormal activity, so stop asking us. <laughs> <laughs> Will we cover paranormal activity two next? I don't know. We probably might skip straight to three. But <laughs> you can find out next time. Anyway, y'all, it's been a pleasure to serve y'all. Y'all have a good night.